welcome. This week, our contestants will be facing off about the topic La Mancière, La Vampire et René Marcier, and Take Me, the Frank Sinatra song. This is Learn a Little, a stupid podcast for smart people, with David Andrew Laws and Liz McMonagall. Welcome to Learn a Little. It's a stupid podcast for smart people. My name is David. I'm Liz. And th- the podcast is different. Okay. It's different now. What do you did mean, you hear- David? Did you hear it, Liz? Did you hear it on the wind? Well, I heard it on the wings of a bird. There's earlier. a there's a there's a different intro. I'm excited. Our good friend Alan made us a a, a good intro and and there's a carnival barker in it that's talking about like come listen to the uh, learn a little it's amazing and then now um, we're setting up tents at local carnivals and and we'll we're gonna there. yeah we're gonna Great. get some tigers and we're gonna get some elephants and oh my take this dang show on the road yes now we have a new intro we've gotten some feedback from some listeners i was gonna say listenees but that's us we're the listenees <laughs> listenees the listeners um so we're gonna do things just a smidgen differently and maybe Great. just keep twerking the twerking the what is the <laughs> word that i meant no tweaking that's the word yeah that that's meant. a word you didn't mean twerking because neither of us can do that cutely i can't nope. um we're gonna keep tweaking the format little by little um so here's what we're gonna do all right okay this is learn a little it's a stupid podcast for smart people where liz and i each take a random wikipedia article and teach the other person about it Mm -hmm. uh we can only use the links that are on the wikipedia page we can't use any links that take us to external sites yep and here's what we're gonna do i'm gonna teach you liz about my page can't wait and then you're gonna teach me about your page Mm. and then i'm gonna quiz you and then you're gonna quiz me okay here we go So we're gonna have the learning section and then we're gonna have the quizzing section okay and um we'll keep keeping track of who's winning every episode and we'll keep swapping the crown great but we are gonna figure out some like whoever had the crown the most at the end of the first season love it we're gonna do a thing (gasps) i don't know what it's gonna be but there's gonna be a prize there will legitimately be a crown maybe maybe a real physical crown that you won't Mm -hmm. be able to see because it's an audio medium but you'll be able to hear feel you'll be able to feel it if i were wearing a crown right now you'd know (laughs) Yep. You'd sense it in yeah, your in, in your heart your and soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna do so is that is that all okay with you? I didn't run any of that past you. No, that's great. Um that excites me, it exhilarates me. I'm ready. I'm worried about my retention, because that was always like the thing that I got knocked at for in school. That's gonna know? make it more challenging. That's gonna make it more challenging, but I am It was too ex- easy before. It's a you know, as Shonda Rhymes would say, it's a year of yes and let's just do this. When did she say that? Mm, probably in twenty nineteen. Okay. <laughs> twenty nineteen was definitely, <laughs> definitely more not twenty twenty. Yes. <laughs> so I'm gonna teach you a thing first. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. What we're learning about first. And I'm going to say it very, very much in accent. Okay. Is le monsieur, le vampire et René Marseille. Okay. Okay. Le monsieur, le, le vampire, le vampire and, et René Marcel. Marseille. Oui. Marceau. Um, is a 2009 short animated film. Oh. Where is this film from, Liz? Probably. Le monsieur, le vampire et René Marseille. Ah, from France. I fooled you. Ah, 
no. It's not from France. Ah, uh, no. It's from Mexico. What? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? This was another fun one because sometimes, sometimes, you know the saying, you know the old Zen saying, sometimes your Wikipedia article is long, sometimes your Wikipedia article is short. Mm-hmm. This I one. I have it in a frame right next to my desk. <laughs> I have it tattooed on my foot. <laughs> this one's short. Okay. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna read you the whole entry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Le Monsieur le Vampire et René Marcel (brackets the gentleman, the vampire, and René Marcel) is a 2009 short animated film produced by Gothic Studios and directed by Oscar Alvarado and Marta Vaquera. The film was created using Blender technology. Boop. End of entry. Didn't give you a date? Did it give you a date? It's a 2009 short film. 2009. Yeah. I've got, there's a little information okay. here, right? So, and and clickable links are uh, Blender. <laughs> oh, okay. Just the technique that was used. Okay. The technology, which I'll talk about oh, a little okay. bit because I'm, I'm aware of Blender. Um, Oscar Blender. Alvarado, uh, oh. who was one of the directors. Marta oh. Vaquera does not have a, a link, unfortunately. Sorry, Marta. Sorry, Marta. Uh, an animated film is a clickable link. Okay. In case you don't know what that, well, I mean, you know, maybe you don't, but I don't know where the, I don't know where the threshold for Wikipedia is. If animated film is got a clickable link, how come vampire doesn't have a clickable link? Yeah. How come, how come technology doesn't have a clickable link? There's a little box over on the right that has a little bit more information and some more clickables, um, directed by Oscar Alvarado, Oscar Alvarado and Marta Vaquera, produced by Oscar, written by Oscar. Music by Franz Schubert. What? You know, I don't think commissioned for the piece. Considering. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Unless yeah. Franz Schubert's a vampire. Um, he might be. He might also be the gentleman. He could. He, he could be. He could be both. It's an, well, no, it's an animated film. It's an animated silent film. Uh, <gasps> and I know that because some of the categories at the bottom are. Uh, oh wait, is it? Maybe it is. Some of the categories at the bottom. A lot of the categories link to like articles about short films, but I could be wrong. Um, but it was edited by Oscar, distributed by Gothic Studios, release date 2009, country Mexico, language French. Fascinating. That's what it is. Okay. So I went to learn a little bit about Oscar. Oscar. About Oscar. Alvarado. 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 That's how See, I'm going to remember it. I heard it as Alvarado. Like okay. that. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> <laughs> We're stupid. Yep. Was born in Guadalajara. Okay. And is a Mexican illustrator, animator, and composer whose awesome. works include the comic series Penumbra and the animated short films Sona, uh, Sonambulo. Sonambulo. Oh, Sonambulo, because there's an accent over the A. And the Murnau, and Murnau the Vampire, um, which doesn't, which has a red link. And a red link, when you click on it, says. Wikipedia Careful. does not have an article for this. Buyer beware. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that means like we don't have an article for this and we wish we would. Because <laughs> Sonambulo doesn't have a, it doesn't have anything. It doesn't have a red link, doesn't have a blue link. So I don't know what's up. Yeah. But Oscar loves vampires. Loves them. Crazy about the things. Hopes to be one one day. May- maybe. I could get into it. <laughs> it's not the worst thing in the world. It isn't. That's true. Because uh, Penumbra is a uh, comic series uh, that he started in 1998. It's hard to tell on Wikipedia because Wikipedia is such an open source information platform. Sometimes things are very factual and sometimes things feel like they have a little color of 
opinion on them. Mm-hmm. So this says, the subject of vampires has always been one of Alvarado's obsessions since he was a child. And it's like, did he? maybe he said that in an interview. Maybe he said, these have been one of my obsessions since I was a child. Or maybe somebody's sort of like speak, speaking <laughs> for us for a little bit. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. He's obsessed with them. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's obsessed with them. He is. I mean, he's done what? Two things with them in it? So Three things. Three. Okay. Then I he's think. obsessed. Or no, I guess. <laughs> you know what they say. <laughs> you make three things about a thing. <laughs> he's been, what he's been doing. He did this comic series uh, starting in 1998. Hmm. Uh, and published it in two thousand or like in two thousand in two thousand eight. He published a graphic novel to celebrate the first ten years. Um, That's so cool. Sonambulo is not. I don't think about vampires. It is based on uh, Das Kabinett des. De, wait, Das and Des. Is that is this German? Das Kabinett des Dr. Caligari, or is that also French? No, Das is German, right? Yeah, that's not... And it's a German film. The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. You've heard of it? Only in my adolescence. Yeah. No, I've never heard of it. You've not heard of it? You've not heard of The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari? Have you? Yes, it's a very important, uh, silent German expressionist film. David. uh, From the 1920s. Important to who? That I have not seen and can't tell you much about. Okay. But it's very important. Okay, so... We're going to take a quick, how long is it? 30 minute break and go and watch, watch it. No, I, and then we're going to come back. I want to watch all of this. I, I, again, I couldn't click on anything to take me away because there are links to where I think I can watch the Monsieur Le Vampire René Marseille. Yeah, this will uh, be a part two. But I can't, I can't, I can't you watch can't. it. You can't go to those externals. Um, but yeah, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari is a very, is a spooky movie from the 1920s. Um, it's about, uh, it's about a guy who who hypnotizes a sleepwalker into doing bad deeds for him. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's pretty dope. And so huh. Oscar made a made a film based on it called Sonambulo or Sonambulo. Sonambulo. Which I assume before I knew it was based on that, I assumed it was about sleepwalking because that because a sonambulist is somebody who sleepwalks. Did you know about that? I didn't. I'm learning so much. Uh oh. What? You're only supposed to learn a little. Nope, it's too late. Oh, well, there's no going back now. It's too late. There's no going back. I've learned too much, and now my brain hurts. So this short film that Oscar made uh, what was, was it filmed. Titled again? I just like hearing you say it. <laughs> Le Monsieur, le vampire, et René Marseille. Uh, until someone corrects me. Correct. I did take French in high school, so I should know how to say all these words. Well, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, unless you were like, French. I don't remember the word vampire coming up in my, you know, junior year high school class, but (laughs) it might have. It should have come up more is, I think, the the myth. Um, And this film was made on Blender. Okay. You know about Blender? Nope. I know about Blender. Is it kind of like Tinder? Is it very (laughs) similar to Hipster? What is it called? I don't know. Fliver? Fiverr? Grinder? Fiverr? Grinder? (laughs) Twitter? Blender? (laughs) Twitter? You're, what I mean, is Blender? You're not wrong. You're Uh-oh. wrong, but you're not like <laughs> wrong. No, Blender is a technology. It's an open source uh, com- a computer graphic software. Okay. That I, I know about because I'm a I'm a video game boy and a you know YouTube oh. watcher. 
okay. and a lot of animators that I really like use Blender. It's a it's a three D animation software, and it awesome. does all sorts of wild stuff. It does three D modeling, and it does uh, texturing and lights and 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 all sorts of wild stuff. That's awesome. And it's this big free open source uh, software tool set, and it's super great. And is it collaborative in nature? Like, do people are they able to create together through I Blender? I think what's collaborative about it is the like tool set, right? I sure. think you you have a sort of common vocabulary by using it. I don't think it's the kind of thing where like two people could work on the same thing at the same time. You could probably like mm. work on an asset and then send it to somebody and they could work on it in Blender. Um, Just wondering how Oscar and Marta got like connected. Well, they both, well, they both directed it. Mm. Um, let me like co-directed. Yeah, two people can direct a thing, Liz. It's called no. collaboration. No, there's one director and you know it, David. That's not so. <laughs> but Blend is great. It's very cool. And, and Oscar, like, uh, he used it. And So who is the Rene Marchand guy? Like, who's that guy? What's his name? That's the question. That is the question. Who's Rene Marcel? Rene Marcel. Who's Rene Marseille? Rodney Marcel. Oh, that was good. That was Thank French. Thank you. Oh, wait, is that Uwe? Is that where is? No. Kie, I think. Kie, mm, probably. You're is. right. <laughs> well, where is he also? Where is he? Who where is, is he? he first and foremost? Who is he second and of And really, how is he? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not clickable. That's very frustrating. And it, it must I know be the a person. Line. Has to be. It must be a, it feels like a, that's, like, that's a person's name is Rene Marseille. Rene Marseille. Maybe it's just pronounced Marcel and I'm being silly. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a gentleman, a vampire, and this dude, Rene Marseille, or person, this person, Rene Marseille. Or, or they're all one. Maybe that's Mm. the twist. (gasps) I don't know. You know how I love a twist. Uh, but uh, Oscar's Oscar's a very busy uh, short filmmaker and illustrator and animator. Uh, in 2004, he was invited to attend the Blender Conference in Amsterdam, where he presented his project Roboto, a series of ten shorts about robots. You love that. That's I do love. Jam. I love uh, Oscar's great because he's you doing like, all this <laughs> while he's <laughs> teaching illustration and animation. He's uh, doing it too. In in Guadalajara. He's teaching. He's making. He's getting his projects are like some of his students are helping fund it. Right? Because Sonambulo <laughs> was, <laughs> was self-financed and supported by his students. Oh goodness. I love that. I love it. What That's were you gonna fantastic. say I love? Huh? No, I gonna... was just gonna say you were gonna like buy tickets immediately to that conference. To the Blender conference. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't know what to do. I would just be walking around looking at stuff. <laughs> You'd be like, "Oh my gosh, look at Roboto!" Um, but I haven't. Oscar's plus one. There'll be so much more to tell you. Because <laughs> the other thing I clicked on was animation. Because mm, animated okay. film links out. Yes. And do you, hey, do you know what animation is? Yeah, I mean, ish. Hey, what's animation? Like Disney and stuff. It's like boop boop. How's it work? That's a great question. How does it work, David? How does animation work? Yeah. You take a, an image. Okay. And then you take a slight variation on that image. Yeah. And you view them very quickly. That's what animation is? L- don't freaking get me started. All right. First of all, animation no. comes from the Latin <laughs> uh, stem of animatio, meaning a bestowing of life. Ooh, I, I love that. Super wild. 
Oh, um, bestowing of life. So I some people would say that life. when people call me animated, that's oh, yeah. actually a compliment. You're lively. Mm-hmm. Even You're best- though they're like, oh, God, she's so animated. <laughs> they mean it as a good thing because I'm bestowing life within myself and to others. You're, You're welcome. You're bestowing life to your words, to your actions, <laughs> to your You're faces. Welcome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, essentially, right, what animation is and what it, you know, what it started out as, right? Because think about a flip book, right? A flip book, yeah, yeah. It's, you have one picture and then it's a little different on the next page and a little different on the next page. And when you flip it, you're, you're creating motion, which makes it into a moving image. Um, you can do the same thing. There's a great example here on the on the um, Wikipedia article. It's a circle, and a different drawing is sort of like drawn all around it. And cool. if you spin it really fast, then it, cool. it looks like it's moving. Um, yeah. And it's wild, and it makes my brain melt sometimes. I, I can't think about things too... Did we talk about this last week? I don't know. This is my rant. Like Probably. When I think about video games or TV and I look at the TV, if I think about the fact that what I see is is Mario running across the screen. What is, excuse me, what is his name? His name's Mario. You're wrong, but go ahead, continue. I, uh, that's what Megan says. His name's Mario, <laughs> but I like calling him Mario because it makes people giggle. <laughs> when he's running across the little screen doing his little okay. doodle doots. Yep. He's not actually moving, right? There are, the screen is made up of tiny little pixels that change color. And yep. when they change color, it makes it look like there's a little Mario running around. And it freaks my brain out to think about. Are you are you under the influence when you're freaking out? No. We, okay, David. Uh, I'm okay, under the influence David. of life. Yeah. It is crazy. It is crazy. Yes, and. I want to tell you a little bit about Franz Schubert. Okay, Franz Schubert. Do you know? No, he's not French. He's not French. What is he, German? Mm, Close. Swiss? Nope. That's all I got. Danish? Uh, Austrian. Austrian. Austrian is a late classical and early romantic composer, which is why I was saying that he did not, that he was not commissioned for the music. He died in 1828. Yes. Of, uh, of, I love this. He officially died of typhoid fever, but was believed by some historians to have syphilis. And I hope that's the way I go. I hope they say, <laughs> what happened? Well, he died of a brain aneurysm while he was Googling funny cat videos <laughs> and we all just leave it at that and we uh, that's it oh really cool should we like maybe nope. show the latest video he was watching at his funeral to like honor no more questions the last nope. thing no okay no nope. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah he's a super famous composer um oh this is interesting um what's while his he like thamus I couldn't. I didn't want to Google that much. Are you, what, I can't Google. You can't um, Google anything. You well, wanna, and so it's you don't want to wiki wiki why wiki wiki why. His wiki, major wiki, works yeah. include the piano quintet in A major. Ah, yes, of course. D six seven seven trout quintet. Oh, I woke up to that this morning. The symphony number eight in B minor, D seven fifty nine, unfinished symphony. Oh, see, I've only listened. So to the it's like one. I don't know. <laughs> If you went, if you went, he's the one that goes, then I would know that one. But would you? I wouldn't. I can't Sounded remember really what familiar, Schubert did. I couldn't do. place it. What that Schubert do? Who est France Schubert? <laughs> who est France? Who est France? France, who est tu? Um, <laughs> yeah, I have no I'm I'm kicking myself in the ears, but I just can't. I can't. Um, I can't think of anything. That's okay. 
that he does. My mom's gonna be so upset because she would know. Well, but so be it. That's what it is. So be it. We're so all that's all about. A little. That was a lot. That was like that's a four, all about four, five, le Monsieur six, Le Vampire and Rene Marseille. Uh, Did you learn a lot? I learned. I really crammed a lot in from that little you, bitty. <laughs> Two line entry. You really did. I I feel like I learned a lot and yet only retained a little. You might surprise yourself. I was I very so. good in school about meeting uh, word counts for papers. Oh, were you? See, because I could just I can talk about like if if it needs to be four hundred words on one thing, like all right, then we're not actually just talking about that one thing. We're talking about all these things. Congratulations. Oh, I was not like that at all. Have you seen the hack when you can like? put words at the end and then color them white yeah of course i have i was in high school i wanted to do that i never did that because i was too afraid i would get caught oh yeah boy she was close (laughs) and then i try to like space it if it was like the amount of you know pages. oh yeah if it's a pages then it's all about formatting and yep all right but don't cheat cheating's bad (laughs) what are you teaching me about okay are you ready no We are going, we are going to the 40s, New York in the 40s. We're going big band. We're going crooners. We're going mafia. Are you ready? I do. Ready. I am ready. I am ready. Okay, ready. ready. (laughs) It is Take Me. (laughs) The song's Take Me? Take Me, not Take Me or Leave Me from Red, but Take Me. And it's a Frank Sinatra song. I hate that they said it's a Frank Sinatra song because it's not. <gasps> Frank didn't write it. Frank didn't do the lyrics. Frank just sang it and Frank did it well, but it wasn't his song. So anyway, we're going to focus in on Take Me. It this gets me song really was... weird because I keep thinking it's going to be Take On Me. <laughs> take On Me. It's not and So now it's me. just like, Take Me. <laughs> and it's the worst. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's skipping in my brain. Fix the record, David. So it's Take Me. It was a song written by Rube Bloom. Tell me that isn't the greatest name in the world. Rube Bloom. Rube Bloom. Rube Bloom. That's one of those. There are a lot of names in the world that you got to say both first and last names. And that's yes, one. That's one Rube of Bloom. them. Rube Bloom. So he wrote the music. And then Mac David. <gasps> isn't that amazing? That's my Scottish lyrics. dad. <laughs> Mac, Dan- Mac David. So Mac David, Rue Bloom, Frank Sinatra recorded it with Tommy Dorsey and the Tommy Dorsey band in 1942. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was so, he the first person to record it? Uh, yes. Well, he was. Okay. We'll get there. Well, then David. it's kind of his song. Okay. No. No, it's not his song. There were actually three uh, really great recordings in 1942 of Take Me. Frank Sinatra, yes, was one of them. There was also a couple others, but we'll get to that in a second. So I want to tell you a little bit about Rube Bloom because, you know, it's Rube Bloom. Why wouldn't you? So (laughs) Why wouldn't I? So he, I feel like a lot of people during this time period were like multi-hyphenates, right? Like Rube was a songwriter. He was a pianist. He arranged. He was a band leader, recording artist, vocalist, author. He did like all the things. As did Mac David. Mac David was more of like just a lyricist focused, but they both did like legitimately everything. So Rube Bloom wrote a lot for like the big band stars like Johnny Mercer. He was working with Benny Goodman, Tommy Dorsey, all these like, okay, here's what you need to know about me. Is that (laughs) you like big band stuff? I love big band stuff. Like Wow. Because you were saying all those names like I would know any of them and I don't know any of those names. (sighs) David. Oh. So 
Here's a little insight into my musical mind. I appreciate a lot of different styles, but I find what brings me the most joy is like 1940s big band music and Irish Celtic, like Celtic instrumental. Like Enya. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not Enya, but like (laughs) giving me like, yeah. Oh, anyway. So Rube Bloom worked with all of these like incredible musicians in the 40s and well for in the 30s and then into the 40s so he formed a ton of huge bands one most notably rube bloom and his bayou boys (gasps) rube bloom and his bayou boys (laughs) okay so they recorded three records and people say that they're like the best from the era of the depression amazing bravo so the Bayou Boys were consist like consisted of four members. Okay, Benny Goodman. That's an important one. You like him? I love him. Adrian Rolini. Am I right? Tommy Dorsey <laughs> and Manny Klein. <laughs> this is crazy. So then, um, like Benny Goodman was like slated as the king of jazz. He's like this incredible clarinetist, and um, he like performed at Carnegie Hall. Side note. He led one of the first integrated jazz groups. So cool. like Bravo Benny. I was yeah, I was the Bayou Boys feels like it would be are, are any of those performers of color or are those all No, I they are all white. I also kind of expected a a, a a little more assonance in there. I was looking for Rube Rube Bloom and the new kaboom or something. <laughs> but Rube Bayou Bloom Boys is good. Kaboom. Bayou Boys is good. Um so that's everything. Uh, Ruboom is amazing. So then, teamed up with Mac David. Mac David was this lyricist who, <sighs> he first of all, he was like also an inventor. Later in his life, he like what? got accredited. Yeah, he got accredited with um, having a patent for inventing an electronic system for composing songs from fractional recordings that allowed playback units. What? Yeah, crazy. He's amazing. So this. He was the mad scientist of big band music. He was just like, oh, I'm also going to like write these songs. I'm also going to write these lyrics and be incredible. And then on the side, I'm also going to invent something that will help musicians for years down the road. That's wild. (laughs) Wild. So first, he, (laughs) Mac David went to school to become a lawyer and attended Cornell and St. John's. But then he was like, you know what? I'm actually really good at writing songs. So like every parent's dream, he decided to go into music. Oh. He began writing songs for the Tin Pan Alley. And then he got, like throughout his career, uh, had eight Academy Award nominations. Whoa. Worked with Walt Disney <gasps> for Cinderella in 1950. Ooh. And guess which song he wrote, David, from Cinderella? Uh, the one that the mice sing that's like Cinderella, Cinderella. Great guess. It's Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. He wrote that? Wrote Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. He definitely, like, there is no way that he didn't, like, either steal or at least, like, have <laughs> friends of color who helped him write that. For Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo? Well, There's so he, he no co-wrote way. it technically. He co-wrote yeah. it technically with two other people. But of course he did. He, Al Hoffman, and Jerry Livingston. Like, these names these are names. just... I'm obsessed. So, 
as we said, there were three hit versions of, okay, so wait, oop, boop. So that's a little bit about Mac David. So we told you a little about uh, our buddy Rube Bloom, who did the music. Mm-hmm. And then we told you a little bit about Mac David, who's our lyricist for Take Me, this Frank Sinatra song that he recorded in 1942. So there's two other versions other than the Frank Sinatra, Tommy Dorsey uh, combo, whatever, that they recorded. The Sinatra, Tommy Dorsey reached number five in the Billboard charts. Then uh, Jimmy Dorsey, Tommy's brother, older brother, and his orchestra recorded it, peaked at number seven. And good old Benny Goodman and his orchestra, featuring a vocal by Dick Hames, achieved a number 10 spot. Crazy. Okay, ready for this connection. This is like the best era in the world. So It's really not. (laughs) No, it is. Sha. It's so good. So Tommy Dorsey, who is this like, incredible jazz trombonist he was like a huge band leader of this big band era he was known as the sentimental gentleman of swing obsessed he (laughs) he worked a lot with frank sinatra and when the two of them met he like really took on like a father figure role for frank and he was just like this kid with these big ears like oh my gosh he's amazing but like everyone the second he opens his mouth everyone stops and like the world pauses. Fantastic. So he was this younger brother to Jimmy Dorsey, band leader, second of four children, born to his dad, Thomas Francis Dorsey Sr., also a band leader. So like music is just like running through this family like crazy. Frank Sinatra was born in Hoboken, New Jersey. <gasps> Another Jersey. Ready? Another fun fact. Ge- yeah. Fun fact about Frank Sinatra. He, when he was born, when he was born, his birth weight was 13.5 pounds. That's that a big baby. Kid, that is a huge, like, that's a big baby. Why is Frank Sinatra such a big baby? He was such a big baby, he had to be delivered with forceps, and it caused severe scarring on his left cheek, neck, and ear, and perforated his eardrum. <gasps> and that damage remained for his whole life. Did you know that? I did not know these things. I did not know that, so I wrote it down, I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. So, of course, also, he's like, why is Frank Sinatra such a big baby is like the headline of my BuzzFeed article. <laughs> it's true. How close was Frank Sinatra being born and living to Alicone? I don't remember where Alicone <gasps> was from. Do you? Alicone was. He was a, he was a Jersey boy. He oh, was it was near. It was. Um, he was 20 minutes by like Megan. Where yeah, he was lived. near Megan. Where was that? Whole so place? that's, I mean, that's close to Hold 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 Morristown. Morristown. That's right. Morristown and Hoboken aren't far from each other. Yeah. So okay, connection to Alicone. Oh. Boom. I mean, they probably knew each other because they like, were probably friends. We'll, we'll just make up things as we go. <laughs> <laughs> so Frank and Dorsey were like super super close. He asked, um, uh, he asked Tommy Dorsey to be his like. A godparent to one of his kids, Nancy. But then they, right after they recorded Take Me, during that same year in 1942, Frank was like, you know what? I'm actually really good and I'm going to go and start recording solo. So Tommy was like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Keep hanging with me, kid. We're going to knock out these hits. It's going to be amazing. You're going to be a a lead vocalist with me and my big band. Frank was like, nope, I'm going to record these solos. So Frank did that. Realized that he was like, no, I'm going to have an amazing career on my own as a solo artist. Tommy Dorsey was super pissed. That's like, it's written in all the history books like that. Like, Tommy Dorsey was super pissed. (laughs) 
So, <laughs> oh, Frank Sinatra was quoted by saying that the only two people I've ever been afraid of are my mother and Tommy Dorsey. So, like, that should explain to you, like, how that dynamic was. Then, in 1942, Dorsey was like, all right, Frank, we'll see you later. Frank was replaced by none other than Dick Hames. Yes, that's right. The guy who did the third version or like was like one of the three who did versions of Take Me in 1942. Frank introduced Dick Hames and was like, okay, you're the guy who's taking my job while I go off and do the solo recording artist. Dorsey and Frank were like really butting heads. Dorsey reportedly said uh, to Frank that I hope you fall on your ass. And then there are rumors. What, what, an, what a good bird. I love that. That's, that's a 40s bird. I hope, like, oh, I hope you fall on your ass. I hope you fall on your ass. I hope you fall on your ass. So then there are rumors, and this is where the mafia comes in, right? Oh. Frank Sinatra was like um, in uh, interviewed by the FBI because they thought he had a lot of connections to the mafia. Frank had a mobster godfather, Willie Moretti, and it's rumored that Moretti held uh tommy dorsey at gunpoint to get frank out of his contract for like a few thousand dollars and and they never like reconciled they never like got past their differences and i know and tommy dorsey said about frank he's like uh right before he died he said uh frank's the most fascinating man in the world but don't put your hand in the cage did he fall? Did he fall on his ass? He probably fell. He, I mean, eventually, right? That's why I would, if I was the FBI, if that, if he did fall on his ass, that's why I'd want to talk to Frank Sinatra and be like, "Are you a witch? Are you? Did you? Could you tell the future? Did you? Did you make him fall on his <laughs> ass with your witch powers?" Well, what's so interesting about Frank Sinatra is like he he hit stardom pretty early, but then he had like a little bit of a lull. And then he like picked it back up again, like a couple like decades later. I think that's wild that he had a perforated eardrum because that's got to affect your... Yeah, music hat, like your musicianship. Yeah. And when he was Can you imagine how popular it would have been if he hadn't had that happen? Had both eardrums? Yeah. He'd probably be like, oh, I'm really loud. Oh, maybe. Maybe he, yeah, then he would be able to hear himself better and he would be less confident. Maybe, yeah. Not just, oh. Is that so all there. that you want to tell me about? How does, it, how does it go? Okay. Do you know so this song? No. I don't so either. Here's, oh, dang it. Here's what the problem is with this, is that I'm sure, like it, it, Wikipedia, from the things that I found so far, they don't house like audio clips. Or maybe they do and I just haven't so, come across Some entries yet. do. Does this one okay. have lyrics? No. Dang it. I know. This is a really orally frustrating episode yeah. for a podcast. It is. Because I like, so I assume it's like, take me to, to the moon. Wait, is it take me to the moon? No, it's just take me. Is it take me beneath the milky twilight? Nope. Name is me. It, da, 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 da. That's so bad. Is it's it, like, what is that, nine, 1990s? Kiss yeah. me. Yeah, yeah but it could have been a redo. <laughs> <laughs> could have been a cover. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> take crazy. me to the moon. <laughs> And let me swing among the stars. Let me be Let's up see. in the space. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first version. Before they were like, oh, we should have made it fly me to the moon. Wait a minute, oh, wait a minute. Let's just redo on. it. <laughs> Let's redo it. Take take 14. <laughs> take me over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh thanks for teaching me about take me. And that, <laughs> like, there's so much. It's truthfully, it's 
probably one of my favorite. I couldn't have lived in that time. You know, usually, usually people who like have this like affinity for that decade are like, oh, it's because I want to wear those like rocking clothes and like be a part of like that whole like 1940s vibe. Like I'm good. I don't want to. I don't want to live in that era. No, no, no. But no, I appreciate no. it. You know what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to come back next week and you're going to have to sing Take Me and I'm going to have to sing some Schubert. Great. And we'll have to remember to do that. I can't so, wait. I homework. think that's a great idea. Thank you, Homer. But now it's quiz time. <gasps> quiz time. That's the audio clip. <laughs> <laughs> quiz time. <laughs> It's quiz time. No, actually, I think there is music. Oh, okay. Here it, he, here it goes. Okay. All right, now it's quiz time. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to quiz you. Okay. Because I went first. Okay. Are you ready? You Maybe. have the crown of schmout right now, so it is <laughs> up for grabs. I am the, I am the crown wearing schmout. You are the reigning schmout pants. pants. <laughs> All right, here's some questions about le Monsieur le, le Vampire René Marseille. Okay. Where was the blender Where was the Blender conference held in 2004? <gasps> Germany? No. Dang it. I thought it was Amsterdam. Germany. Amsterdam. Dang it, that's right. I was yeah. like red light district, red light district. Dang it. <laughs> in in 2004, Oscar Alvarado went to the Amsterdam. Blender conference in Amsterdam. Well, and- no. I know. Now I'm gonna only go to Amsterdam if and when there's a blender conference happening. I really well that's okay. <laughs> that's not a good No, Why? go to there's first of all, we can't go anywhere. Second of all, there's lots of <laughs> other reasons to go to Amsterdam. No, yeah, of course, but I'm only going during a time when it's a blender <laughs> conference. <laughs> Why why not limit yourself? That's you know? there you go. Yeah, get get it get it all done in one trip. Yeah, exactly. All right, Go question ahead, number two. Ready. What was the official cause of death of Franz Schubert? Okay, uh, so, it, well, oh. wait, it was a two-parter. Yeah. So technically it was syphilis, people but he died. People think it was syphilis. People think it was syphilis, the... but they died of typhoid fever. Typhoid fever was the official cause. Ding, ding, Thank ding, you. Ding, 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 ding. Good job. Thanks. Poor Franz. All right, and you're totally going to get this one. Okay. Uh, animation stems from the Latin animatio, meaning... What? Oh, hold on. Bestower of life. I'm going to give it to you. It's bestowing of life, but that bestowing is just bestowing. It was the verb that we were looking for specifically. Okay. Well I had done. Like, okay, thank you. A ding, 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 ding. A ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I thought you really latched onto that one when we when we learned about it. Well, I thought I put it in my like in my personal form, so I was like, I'm a bestower of life. For sure, for sure. I understand. That's great. So that's two <gasps> out of three for you. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. That ain't okay, bad. David. Now are you turn. ready for your turn? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Quiz How me about many? take me. What? Quiz me about take me. Oh, <laughs> that is not what Quiz I Quiz me, said. take me. <laughs> Sing, David. <laughs> not over the podcast. I was like, come on, David. We don't do come that on. kind of podcast not, anymore. Not for our listeners. Okay. How many hit versions of Take Me were there in 1942? And what numbers did they reach on the Billboard charts? There were three versions. Okay. One of them reached number five. Great. One of them reached number seven. Yes. And one of them reached number 10. Yay! 
Yay! Great I could, job. yeah. Frank's Frank's was number five, and then yep. Dorsey's was number seven. Yep. And then the other version, I don't remember who it was. That Benny was Goodman. Two. Benny Goodman. Yeah, I know somebody his... named Benny Goodman, so I keep getting confused by that. That's okay. Okay. Do-do-do. One of Mac David's eight Academy Award nominations was for Walt Disney in 1950. What is the name of the movie and Academy Award nominated song? Oh, I'm going to go with uh, uh, this is the, the movie in the song was part oh, of God. your world from the Emperor's <laughs> New Groove. <laughs> no, it's Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo from Cinderella. I'm only taking part of your world from Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's it's a first first answer in. <laughs> you remember when David Spade sings part of your world in Emperor's New Groove? <laughs> Yes, and it was horrifying. Oh, what a great movie. Anyway. Or when Patrick Warburton sings it, that'd probably be the better one. Also, like, John Goodman. The whole, that's a great, Ugh, great it's movie. It's such a fantastic an amazing movie. Okay, film. we're off tangent. <laughs> great job, David. That's Thanks. correct. That's correct. Um, name. This is probably the harder one. Name two out of four members of Rube Bloom's Bayou Boys. Does Rube Bloom count as one? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, technically, right. it probably does, but we're not. No, gonna, no, we're no. Gonna say you said no. you named the four of them, and one of them was Tommy Dorsey. Yes. And another one of them was Benny Goodman. That's correct, David. <gasps> well, I was. I didn't think it was correct. It was. I was correct. just saying names that I remembered. Who else? I'm really was proud Al of you. Livingston, one of them. No. No, that was cool. Okay, no, but that was good. Al Hoffman and Jerry Livingston were the co-writers with. Um, Mac David on Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. My mind is a McFlurry of names right now. I know, but you're nailing it. You got three out of three right, David. <laughs> I nailed it. You are wearing the schmat crown. Put it on my head. Congratulations to me. Bling, 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 bling. That's have, the that's the jewels hitting the lights. If you didn't know, I have snatched <laughs> the crown of schmat from Liz. <laughs> Give me back my crown of schmat. I have usurped her. Yep. As the learn a little schmat schmatty pants. <laughs> uh, I'm really I'm enjoying the deep lore that is evolving out of our podcast. Well, yeah. <laughs> this crown forged this... in schmatty pants valley. <laughs> uh, we did it. We did it. I'm Congratulations. Really you. Congratulations oh, to you. Um, so that's all. That's the whole dang thing. <laughs> yep. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here. Um, some stuff to tell you. So, learn a little is this podcast that you're listening to. It's super great and fun. We're super glad for you to be listening to it. Um, we have some stuff you can check out to help us be able to keep doing this. We've got a new website called backgroundjoys.com where you can uh, find out about where you can find out about this podcast and lots of other great podcasts that are, are hosted by Background Joys and Dimly Wit, uh, like yes. Dress for the Podcast You Want, which is yes. a show I do with my wife, Megan, about success. Um, we have a new podcast coming to the network called the... Uh, it's, it's about poetry called Arthur Greenleaf Holmes. Actually, I don't... It's The, the show is called The Wildly Inappropriate Poetry of Arthur Greenleaf, Arthur Greenleaf Holmes. This will probably be called like The Wildly Inappropriate Podcast of Arthur Greenleaf Holmes. Um, it's gonna that. be great. That's fantastic. And uh, yeah, you can go to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash backgroundjoys to throw us a buck or two. <laughs> and thanks for listening to Learn a Little. It's a stupid podcast for smart people. My name is David. I'm Liz. 
And next week, we'll be learning about Tom Roan. And Jan Bjorklund. <laughs> You've been waiting all day to say that, huh? I really have. I wanted emblazoned on a t-shirt. Uh, well, I mean, maybe. Unless I find out that he's like a horrible human being. That's the thing. We got to learn first. So Yeah, I pack, have to learn a little about Jan before I'm like all in. Before I start creating merch. Thank you for tuning in. Next time, see our contestants face off about the topics Tom Roan and Jan Bjorklund. Make sure to rate, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at background.joys. This has been another episode of Learn a Little. Hosted on dimlywit.com.